You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM, and we are speaking to Manjot Man. She is a counselor and writer with 5X Press. This week's topic is first comes love, then comes marriage, and then there's a part no one talks about. Manjot, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. So for you, why was it important to write about this particular topic? Yeah, um, I think for uh, for many reasons, but one of the reasons that I did feel it was important to address this is just because I have had a lot of clients in the past um, two years who have talked about that adjustment space, you know, that one year after marriage where it's really hard and nobody talks about it and it comes as such a shock to a lot of newlyweds when they're like, oh, the party's over and now it's the hard part. Mm-hmm. And why do you think, and I think we're all kind of guilty of this too, but why do we place so much emphasis, you know, on the party itself, the big event, what you're going to wear? I mean, I can remember all of us growing up as kids, we always thought about, oh, what's the wedding going to look like? What am I going to wear? But we never have really discussions about, you know, what marriage is actually like, especially that adjustment period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great point. You know, we have all really uh, grown up with this idea that marriage is all about the wedding. Um, but I think it kind of goes back to the stigma around discussing topics that are kind of difficult, you know, such as like, how are you going to um, establish boundaries with yourself and your new family? How are you going to adjust? How are you going to be assertive and speak up? These are just things that even in childhood were not really taught and they're just not discussed. So I think when marriage comes around, it's even harder to bring up these topics. And, you know, Manjot, in the line of work you do, you know, you fast forward to today, I don't know your article answers this question, but do you think we've gotten better in having discussions on the importance of boundaries and finances? I don't. I wouldn't say we have quite gotten there just yet. I mean, I definitely think there's a lot more awareness than there was before, just because of you know, um, like mental health being all over social media and everyone starting to discuss it a little bit more. But I definitely think there's still a lot more work to be done. And one of the things that you highlight, and I think it's a really important point, too, is that in the South Asian community, it's taboo to live with your partner before you get married. And this is just my personal take on it. But sometimes I do believe that if people did have the chance to, you know, live with their partners, they could navigate these situations like boundaries and finances. And is the taboo around that? Is it still as bad as it used to be? Are still people very much? No, you can't go and live with your partner. You have to get married first. Yeah, I think that's definitely something that I don't see buzzing. At this time, um, I would love for it to be, you know, more common to live with your partner before marriage because, yeah, like you said, that it's that's the only time you're really going to start thinking about, like, boundaries, finances, even, like, the distribution of duties, like, who's doing the cooking, who's doing the cleaning, what are the expectations around that? Otherwise, you have, like, you get married and literally the next day everything is right there waiting to be addressed and that's really hard. And Manjot, uh, let me share with you that I've been married for what, uh, 18, 18 years. You know, I kind of counted because my twins immediately were and I did not, that honeymoon period didn't even happen because we returned from our honeymoon with twins. Okay, so I was pregnant and I'm like, really? With that fast? Anyway, so the, the thing is, you know, in spite of knowing my husband for 10 years before getting married, I think there are core issues that you need to be really clear about and there's you know, never enough time. Marriage is always hard work, right? And, you know, you're learning something new, even 18 years hence. But what are those probably say top three core issues you think couples should discuss before they get married? Yeah, I think that's a great question. 
for sure, I think they need to discuss communication. Like, how are they going to communicate around difficult topics? Like, how are you going to come back from an argument? How are you going to address with each other, you know, things that are going to come up, boundaries and finances? Um, I think also really important to have discussions around finances because, you know, especially before you get married, like maybe your finances are tied to your parents for both the bride and the groom, and now you're married and you're adults, and it can become really confusing and hard. Um, and even the living situation. You know, I posted um, this article on Instagram, and one of the biggest pieces of feedback I got was that the living situation is really hard for the couples um, to adapt to. So I think that's a core issue that maybe needs to be addressed before getting married, for sure. And even, you know, whether or not and how many to have children. I think children is a core issue as well. Um, and, and I mean, and besides the, the question of, you know, having children or not, or how many, a core issue is that if there is a couple and one is a spendthrift, is very conservative with their spending. Do you think that kind of causes a f- you know, friction in their relationship in going into the future? Oh, 100%. Because I think, you know, when you're dating, it's not something that really comes up. But all of a sudden, you know, you get married, maybe you have a joint account, you have a mortgage to pay. And all of a sudden, those habits that didn't seem like such a big deal before are now really important. And that's why I always say to couples, like, really important to just even consider like premarital counseling to talk about these things right because issues with finances or like you said even discussing expectations around kids like they're normal it's going to happen so it's all about figuring out like how are we going to talk about this how are we going to be able to like recover from having a difference of opinion Mm -hmm. and you know i'm glad you mentioned their like couples therapy because that is something i've noticed especially a lot more young uh, couples are doing especially even in their first year of marriage i mean and what are your thoughts on especially for like new couples to go into that kind of therapy yeah i think it's so important you know um because like i said you have like such a unicorns and rainbow almost perception of your relationship before you get married and i think premarital counseling is such a great way to just kind of Put everything on the table, like, hey, what if things get hard um, with our families after marriage? Or, like, you know, what if somebody loses their job, God forbid? Or, you know, what if things come up? How are we going to talk about it? And even just learning how to communicate with each other, you know? I think right now a lot of couples are like, we just text each other and we figure it out. But it's very different when you're living with somebody. You can't go home and go to your own space and simmer down, right? Like, you might be sharing a basement or a smaller space. And so, communication is so key. And Manjot, as a counselor yourself, what do you think that South Asian couples are therapy ko more open to it? Especially, I'm not talking about just newly married couples. I'm talking about people who have been married for 20 years, 25 years. We still need therapy. The Obamas needed therapy, right? And yeah. so do we. So, do you think we're accessing it as much in today's times? Um... I think there's definitely been more uh, people showing up in that space, you know, and couples of all ages saying like, hey, yeah, I I would like to pursue couples therapy and give it a try. I think there's definitely still some resistance, but um, I do do see that there is a change and it's really nice to see that. Mm-hmm. Manjot, we really appreciate your time. Before I let you go, especially someone like yourself, you've been married, I believe, for eight years now. What is some other advice that you'd offer? Uh, I would say, you know what, marriage is hard, so enjoy the party, but, you know, be ready for the little things, you know, who's going to cook, clean, do all the 
other stuff, plan for your future, not just for that one big day. Very well said there, Manjo. Thanks for your time again. You take care. You too.